Previously on Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast. If you're wanting a question for your Ask Portiano feature, maybe ask him who it was that ate my two Mars bars after the show at the Drill Hall in Lincoln. Nobody owned up to that, and I felt that I deserved them after a fine gig. I'll be making a list of the Easter eggs I want. Oh, okay, well, uh, interesting. I suppose Toffee Crisp isn't on the list. I don't even get a Toffee Crisp Easter egg. Things are taken from us, Wayne. We don't notice. And then, when we do, it's too late to speak out. Hello, I'm Wayne, and this is my Iron Maiden podcast. On these shows, I look at the songs of Iron Maiden and how they influenced me growing up as a boy in 1980s Birmingham. I also look at them today, see if my opinions changed. This week, I'm looking at the song Wasted Years, which is track two on the Somewhere in Time album. Last week, I looked at the song Caught Somewhere in Time and had some feedback on the show. Susan Foreman pointed out that often when there's two solos in a row, it's Dave, then Adrian, as it was last week. And I reflected that it might be because of alphabetical order that Dave Murray goes before Adrian Smith. But this isn't always the case, as she points out. So maybe it isn't alphabetical. Maybe there's some other system in place. Uh, and she actually mentioned some of the things that I've talked about in the past. Like maybe that some days Dave wore lighter shade of jeans than Adrian. Maybe this determined the order. I'm not sure about this. Uh, I'd like to think there's a more logical explanation for it. I had a message from Jamie McCrimmon, and he said that he imagined if me and Trevor could choose to be caught somewhere in time, that Trevor would choose France about 30 years ago. But he doesn't know what I'd choose, so he asks me the question, where would you like to be caught somewhere in time, Wayne? And uh, it's a good question. I don't actually know the answer. Um, some people might speculate uh, as to some of the past events I've mentioned that have caused me joy. But I think I'd like to go back further than this. Maybe the distant past, like medieval times, so I can see what it was like. Might see if those role-playing games that I got involved with were realistic or not. Did men really use tankards in taverns? But there's probably better answers than this if I had more time to think about it. So I might get back to you on this, Jamie. So this week it's Wasted Years, and it hits you instantly. It's got a great opening, and possibly one of the most distinctive yet of any of the songs. This is down to the riff or the lick that Adrian does at the beginning with the guitar. Now you might say, all of Iron Maiden songs have got a distinctive opening, because I bet if I played you two or three notes from them, you'd probably guess what they all are. But that's because you're quite big fans. On Wasted Years, it's got a certain sound, and the, the riff itself, I'd say it's quite iconic and familiar. I'd say it goes beyond that of most of the other songs so far. I think the fact that the drums are quite simple underneath it, that kick drum to count the time, makes it even more commercial. And that's why it's a great choice for the first single from this album. This guitar lick is quite complicated and it sounds like it could be done by two guitars because there's two parts to it really. But actually, it's done by one guitar and this just shows the skill of Adrian Smith as a guitarist. Maybe you're a guitarist and you feel that this isn't very skillful. But as I said, it's two parts, and I can't whistle those two parts at the same time. In fact, let's try now. You've got the notes that sort of go do, 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 like that. And then in the background, you've got that sort of doodle, little, 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 that whittly bit with the same notes. 
So let's see if I can whistle those two bits at the same time. No, I can't. Um, you may notice that it was possibly in the right time, um, and there were some loads the same, but it's just really hard to get that whittly bit with a whistle. So if you can write a tune that's hard to whistle, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because you want it to be catchy so people can whistle it. That's what I always thought. I suppose it's that funny sort of birdie whistle that old men do. Um, is that a nut hatch? I don't know much about birds. If you can whistle it, then I'll be, I'll be very impressed. But I don't want lots of people uh, sending in videos and audio clips of you whistling the tune. Um, well, that, that might be good, but I don't know if I'm in the mood for it. It'll just highlight my own inadequacy at this important task. Just like the first song, Wasted Years is also about travelling, but not about travelling through time. The opening line, from the coast of gold across the seven seas, I'm travelling on far and wide. This is talking about the rich and varied experiences that we have in life and how we can take in different cultures across the world, like the north of France or Landudna. When I was a boy, the coast of gold and the seven seas weren't on the world map in my classroom. You may remember that I was also disappointed to see that Gangland wasn't on there either. Seven seas is quite a complicated thing because I could see that there were five oceans and there still is. On the map next to it are the British Isles. There was the North Sea and the Irish Sea. So then, with these two added to the five oceans, I assumed that these were the seven seas, because I was good at maths. Later on, I realised that there was a Black Sea and a Dead Sea and a Caspian Sea. But I'm not going to boast about all the seas that I know today. The seven seas is just a phrase, really, based on an ancient view of the world before we discovered all of it. The Coast of Gold could be about the Gold Coast, which I had to Google. Uh, I discovered it was a British Crown colony in West Africa. I don't think that Adrian Smith was talking about this, though. I think the Coast of Gold is just a term that means land of riches, so it could be anywhere. All of this sounds positive, travelling around all these nice places, but uh, there's a bit of a twist, because it then says that despite all of this experience... You may not know who you actually are. The lyrics say, I'm just a stranger to myself. This is about identity and asking where you are in life and who you've become. So, so maybe it's time to think about this. I'm Wayne and I do this podcast. I didn't want to be a podcaster when I was asked at school what I wanted to be when I grew up. There was no such thing as a podcast in the 1980s and 90s. We had BRMB, which was a local radio station. And I did like the idea of doing a football report or the breakfast show. So yeah, talking on the radio was a bit of an aspiration. This never happened. But I'd like to think that this shows that you can't really plan for what you want to do in the future. So you, you don't know what will happen in 10 or 20 years. I didn't know about the internet. There was no such thing. I wanted to be Luke Skywalker or Daley Thompson. Despite this, I don't think I'm a stranger to myself, like in the lyrics. I think I know who I am. Uh, I'm Wayne because uh, it, it says so on my birth certificate or other ID. Um, I've even got it written on some pairs of socks and, and underpants. They were novelty ones, though. I haven't written them on in pen like I did at school with my PE kit where I had to write my name in the label so it wouldn't get stolen. Um, th- these are actual official Wayne socks. 
but not podcast socks, not merchandise for the podcast. You can buy socks with your name on it. You can get these customised things on the internet, but maybe I'll move on now. These lyrics were written by Adrian Smith, and in fact, he wrote the whole song. He didn't write with Bruce this time. Of course, we've seen some songs with Smith and Dickinson, maybe more often than Smith and Harris, but both have happened in the past. I'm not going to mention the Smith-Harris-Dickinson one on a Peace of Mind album, but... uh, this was just Adrian Smith, so it was, this was a new thing. Because they had a bit of time between the albums for once, after touring, he was able to do these things himself. This is good because it means he gets to do all the solos in the song and the backing vocals. I like these style of lyrics. They're almost conversational. He says, ain't it funny how it is? And that's good. I can imagine people saying this, like the man on the street or woman. It's not like previous lyrics we've seen from Steve Harris, where he says, long boats have been sighted, or many Nordic fighting men, which nobody says. The chorus is very catchy, as you'd expect from a single. And the overall theme is live in the moment. Don't look at the past too much. It says, so understand, don't waste your time, always searching for those wasted years. And then later on, he says, realise you're living in the golden years. So look at now instead of the past. This is good advice, unless you do a podcast about Iron Maiden and their impact on your past. Well, you may think that I dwell on past events, like school memories a lot. I don't think about these things every day. I think it's hard to say, realise you're living in the golden years, when at the moment we're in a pandemic. But Adrian Smith didn't know about this when he wrote the song. He couldn't see the future, like perhaps Paul Diano might be able to. Even so... Make the most of now. Exist and look around you, not back at the past. Even though you may have achieved great things in the past, like like winning an egg and spoon race at the school sports day, for example. Don't let this define you, because you can still achieve great things. And that line there, that's like another audition, if there's any talent scouts listening, uh, who might want a voice for an inspirational mindfulness podcast. And if you add Wayne to that, so it says Wayne's Inspirational Mindfulness Podcast, that also has the same initials as this podcast. So that will save costs on rebranding. I think this is a really good song overall, and all the parts fit in nicely without any of them taking over or being prominent in the mix. And Bruce's vocal, you might not think of as one of his classic performances when you compare it with other songs, but there's an isolated vocal of it, and you can hear... How, how much he gives with the take. So understand. Don't waste your time always searching for those wasted years. Face up, make it stand. And realize you're living in the golden years. Of course, Bruce's vocal has an effect on it you can hear that quite clearly but when it's mixed in with the guitars and the rest of the song that doesn't stand out so much but what impressed me was that it didn't take a breath between so and understand it's clearly giving it his all uh, he's not just sitting there in his mom's spare bedroom he's, he's probably screaming and shouting and, and giving everything in the take and that's probably Martin Birch like pointing at him when he's doing it but I don't know what, what I was saying now but yeah, it didn't take a breath. I mean, it's possible that 
that so and that understand were from different takes and maybe they've been slotted together so the breath has been removed. I don't know, that, that's speculation. You'll be pleased to know that Paul Diano turned up outside my house again this week. He was wearing a leather jacket, tight 1980s shorts, he was carrying a picnic camper. He said we were going to the park for a picnic because we're allowed to do that now. So here's some selected audio from that meeting. Okay, now before we have a chat, uh, there's a few things that I was a bit confused about and some listeners were confused about. Um, so can I just ask you, did I meet you last week? Well, hang on, let's have a think. Uh, caught somewhere in time would have been last week, wouldn't it? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, you met me, obviously. Uh, but that wasn't last week for me. Uh, that was ages ago. Okay, so how about I ask you this? How's the number nine key? Well, it's fixed, isn't it? As I told you a while back. I've just come from 1980 now. Just done a gig in Lincoln. I'm going to have a picnic with you. We can do it in that park, can't we? Yeah, yeah, we can. Right, OK. So I think I've got it. So the last time we met was the Christmas special. Well, to you it was. Uh, but last time I met you was, was in the future. Uh, the Deja Vu episode. Oh. Well, I realised I confused you the second time we met, which was last week for you. So when I went back to talk about Sanctuary afterwards, I thought it would be best to visit you in a normal, linear way, in order that I didn't confuse you, or, as you say, the listeners. Right, so we met first in Transylvania, then you jumped forward to court somewhere in time, and then you went back to Sanctuary. Yeah, and I just turned up now and again, until Christmas. So why did you jump to Deja Vu, then? Well, you'll see, won't you? Yeah, let's sit here. You hungry? Yeah, want some of this? Do you like my blanket? It's a nice bit of gingham, that. Uh. Here you go, a can of Coke. That's an old one. Hang on. It says, best before November 1981. Ah, I'll be OK. I don't think time travel affects that. I've got some marmalade sandwiches here, like Paddington Bear. It's a mask bar each as well. I found them lying around. This'll be a treat. They changed the recipe in the late 80s, so you won't be used to these. Two Mars bars? Did you say it'd come from a gig in Lincoln? Yeah, that's right. Was it the drill hall? Oh, you're good, Wayne. You know your stuff. What are all these people staring at? It might be your shorts. What's wrong with them? Well, we don't really have shorts like that now. It's a bit cold as well. Anyway, I've come to talk about wasted years. This song wasn't about me. Adrian wrote it, of course. He doesn't know about time travel. It's a good song, though. I'm not sure about the sound. It's a bit bulky. Too much polish. Do you want a scotch egg? No, thank you. If you've been wasting years getting your number nine key fixed, then how do you look the same as you did when in Iron Maiden? Haven't you aged while travelling through time? Well, I've not spent too long searching. Anyway, some people did speculate on my appearance near the end of my time in Maiden, and they all blamed other excesses, alcohol affecting the skin. Late nights, all making me look older. A year or two don't make much difference. Well, I've got something for you here. A present. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's a can of Top Deck. It's a, like a lemonade shandy. Do you remember it? Yeah, I do actually, yeah. Forgot about that. Nah, you can't get it anymore. You never miss it till it's gone away. Things are taken from us, Wayne, and we don't notice. And then, when we do... It's too late to speak out. Wasted Years was the first single off the Somewhere in Time album and entered the UK chart at number 24, which wasn't bad. Um, the first single on Power Slave, which was Two Minutes to Midnight, that entered at number 27, 
so Acidios did a bit better. The week it entered the chart, four places above, at number 20, was a song by Depeche Mode called A Question of Time. This was strange. Once again, Depeche Mode was slightly above them after the Wrathchild incident, and also with a song about time. I bet this annoyed Steve Harris. Next week, the song jumped to number 18, but this was where it peaked, so not as good as the first singles from the other Bruce Dickinson albums, which were Run to the Hills, Flight of Icarus, and Two Minutes to Midnight, which all did better than number 18. I bet this annoyed Steve Harris. On this occasion, there was no Wham or George Michaels in the chart at the same time, so they timed it well for once, because in the past, Wham have always done better, but still, this didn't help the performance. I bet this annoyed Steve Harris. To promote the song, they went on several shows, and there was a famous incident uh, where they went on a German TV show, and they were asked to mime. So as a joke, they decided to do something funner. A clip of this is shown on the 12 Wasted Years video, and that's when I saw it for the first time. And I laughed. It was funner. Basically, they swap their instruments around, because they're playing to a backing track, so it doesn't matter what happens. Uh, so it's a bit of a rebellious stance against the TV show. The song starts off quite normally, but then all of a sudden, Bruce and Steve swap. So Bruce is playing the bass guitar, and Steve's singing. And Bruce is being silly, which is quite funny. Steve's standing still, so he's not really that comfortable being a singer. But of course he knows all the words, because he sings them on stage live normally. Then Steve and Nico swap, and Steve seems more natural on the drums. And Nico's quite good at singing. Then Nico goes on the bass, and Bruce is back on the vocals. It's chaos. I can't keep up just thinking about it. Um, you may notice that Adrian hasn't swapped with anyone, but I think that's because he didn't want anyone to touch his Jackson Dinkley. That, that's his guitar. Actually, there's no guitar synth on this song, uh, which, which is the only song on the album that doesn't have guitar synth, so it can't be a Jackson Dinkley. must be a different Jackson guitar. I think that Adrian didn't swap his instrument because it was his song and he wanted to take it seriously. Um, maybe these antics was when he started to think about leaving the band. The single was released with artwork from Derek Riggs. It's revealed that he's not too keen on this artwork because they tried to keep the look of Eddie a secret before the album came out. So his face is shown as a reflection in a monitor. This monitor is part of a time machine dashboard so you can tell he's sat in this sort of cockpit and then out the window you can see a TARDIS in space. And then there's some things on the dashboard that look a bit like the DeLorean in Back to the Future with three dates. One where he's coming from, one where he's intending to go, and then there's a third date, which uh, I'm not quite sure what that means. It says time elapsed. But anyway, uh, he's coming from the 1st of April, 2050. So I'm not sure what significance that's got. Um, the 25th of August, 1986. That's a strange date as well, because it's not the release date of the single. That was uh, a couple of weeks later. But maybe that's the date that he finished the artwork. The third date on the bottom is the 27th of June, 1999. And of course, that's happened now. Um, I don't think anything significant happened that day. I think I was in a, a temp job doing data input. It's not really an important date for Iron Maiden. Uh, Bruce had come back and uh, they were probably preparing for the Brave New World album and the Ed Hunter tour. I noticed that there's a man called Chandler Riggs was born on this date, 27th of June, 1999. And he's an actor in The Walking Dead. And I can't tell if he's a relative 
of Derek Riggs, which would be quite interesting if Derek Riggs could predict the birth of his own nephew or great-nephew or second cousin once removed. There's also the time, which is 23.58, and that, of course, is two minutes to midnight. And this is a joke or or little Easter egg or whatever you want to call it, Uh, and that's on all of the sleeves for this Somewhere in Time period, uh, the singles and the album. Uh, So that's there for the first time as well. As a result, it's probably a disappointing sleeve compared to the others from the 80s. I mean, would you want this on a T-shirt? Maybe you would. I mean, the buttons are quite colourful. But Eddie's is not very distinctive. Um, He's been a reflection before. You may remember on the mirror in the Twilight Zone sleeve. Um, But perhaps if you're going to list the sleeves of the 80s, maybe these are the two worst. Trying to think if there's any I don't like. No, can't think of any. I think these might be the two worst. I don't mind the Twilight Zone sleeve, but it's not its not the best, is it? Again, I wouldn't have it on a T-shirt. I've mentioned it's a catchy chorus. Um, it's not as catchy as some of the others we've heard. I mean, a lot of them repeat things, don't they? Like two minutes to midnight. Uh, this isn't really a repetitive chorus, but the melody's really good and the lyrics are really good, so it can mean something to you when you're singing it, so you can bounce it out with a bit more passion than you might do with other songs. We all dwell on the past, so it's good advice to us. So wasting time worrying about those wasted years. I mean, I think the term wasted years is quite harsh, but I don't know, have we wasted our past? I mean, even if we've made mistakes, we we probably feel that it was worth it or we've become who we are because of them. Um, We all dwell on the past. Uh, Maybe we wonder about the choices we made, and those what-if moments. What if I'd asked Fiona Gregory out instead of asking her the time? I might not be living with my mum then. But then, if that was the case, I might not be doing this podcast. There are some elements in the lyrics that probably link to the band's experiences on tour. Um, We've heard since about Adrian feeling quite low in the 80s with all of the travelling and the touring, that constant routine, if you like. And and the lyrics about closing his eyes. I can hear Adrian saying these as if he's on a train. I close my eyes and I think of home. Another city goes by. Into the night. I think we all think that travelling the world like this sounds glamorous, but I made them one have got to see it properly, would they? With sound checks and press interviews, record store signings, Steve making you play football matches against Def Leppard. Yeah, it's not what it seems. Right, I'm gonna give Trevor a ring now, see what he's been up to. Hi, Wayne. Hi, Trevor. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Had a nice day. All right, what you done? I had a cheeky Nando's. A what? A cheeky Nando's. What's that? A Nando's. Yeah, what, the chicken thing? Yeah, chicken, piri-piri, chips. Why is it cheeky? Well, that's what people say. Say, I've had a cheeky Nando's. Why do they say it? Why is it ch- I don't understand. I don't know either. It's just what people say. Oh, you could add anything then, couldn't you? What? What if I said... I've just had a cocky KFC. Yeah, that'd be funny. Why would it? Oh, cock and chicken. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't mean that, but I, was, I meant like cheeky. But, what? Well, I don't know if I like this. Ch- cheeky Nando's? Are you trying to be young? No, I am young. Anyway, we're talking about Wasted Years, so uh, how do you feel about that song? Yeah, I like it. Um, I mean, it's one of the most famous songs. Um, really popular, I'd say most fans think it's really good. 
Um, strangely, it's not the most played live off this album, which is quite surprising. Oh, what is it then? Heaven Can Wait. All right. Even though I hear it a lot, I still like hearing all the live versions of it. Um, some songs you get fed up of, don't you? I think this is just right. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Uh, so have you got a poem about Wasted Years? Yeah, I'll read it now. Too much time on my hands, I've got you on my mind. I've wasted 20 years, 7 months and 27 days dreaming about you. Skipping away from the Mont Saint-Michel with a wonderful malaise. Okay, so this is about uh, the French trip. Now, I've had comments about this, about you continuing to write about the French trip, and I'm getting a bit fed up of it. Why? It's a nice poem. Well, I don't think it was that good. What? Just again, about the French trip, you could have just said a poem about the French trip, and I'd I'd have got the same out of it. No, it's about being lovesick. Yeah, okay, it's about some things I've said before, but it's still important. That's fine, but if you've said it before, well, you, you can't keep writing about the French trip experience. But but it's all done. I've written all the poems for the series, and they relate to it. Sea of Madness is the ferry trip. Heaven Can Wait. Um, the time I've spent wanting to go back there, to this heaven. And then I've got the loneliness of the long-distance relationship. And then déjà vu, that's a French term. So all of this album, you're doing poems about the French trip? Yeah, this was my golden years. It's a wonderful time, and I want to experience them again, so I'm writing about it. No, no you're not. I'm not having this, I'm getting negative comments, as I have several times about your poems, but I I feel you can do something about this. Well, what, what can I do with these poems then? I've written them, shall I release them as a limited edition booklet on Ko-Fi? No. People might want them, like the lost poems, like a set of B-sides or demos. It's nothing like B-sides or demos. People won't want them. Um, People might want repetition in themes and style, and and you've explained this before, but I think this shows a lack of imagination. Oh, right. Well, I made the writing a lot about the same things, and you're doing a podcast about it, and then I want to do some poems about time, and you say no. Well... If you think about it, for this episode, as it says in the lyrics, we're supposed to be making the most of now, not living in the past, and that's the message in Wasted Years, and and that means your poems. No, you should move on. Trevor? What shall I write about next week? Sea of Madness. Oh, right, so depression then. That isn't nice. People want hope and to feel young again. The dew drops on the grass as a new day begins. We're in spring now. Um, yeah, I want to talk about the beauty of youth that we've now lost. All right, Trevor. Are we doing an April Fool's Day special? No. Why are you always going on about specials? Maybe I should just do one. The listeners would like that. Someone laughed at my Eggs Factor Easter special idea. Well, we've had enough about eggs after the Power Slave series. Talking of eggs, I had a message from Daniel Davis complaining that he could find Toffee Crisp Easter eggs in the supermarket... After you said there wasn't any. I never said that. Yes, you did. I said I didn't think he could get them. I never said he couldn't. I haven't looked for them. As you know, I'm not bothered about them. I gave him six and a half out of ten once. Well, I feel it's, again, more people commenting on things you say and I'm worried about the reputation of the show. 
Anyway, I'm sorry about your poems, but yeah, I think I need some new ones from you. So it's nice that you got prepared, but we need some different topics. So see of madness next week. So I'll be in touch in the week. Okay. Thanks, Wayne. Bye. Okay, you can find me on social media. I'm at Wayne Maiden on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Ko-Fi. I've got extra bits there as well. Uh, so yeah, join in. And you can also follow me on the... Uh, Whatever you're listening to this on, I think Apple, Spotify, they've all got follow now. I think one of them used to have subscribe on it, but now it's got follow. Yes, follow me there as well. It means the episodes show up on your uh, application or app. That's called an app, isn't it? I've had messages from uh, a few other people. Uh, Alejandra says she missed Invaders at the start of the episode last week, Um, so I'm sorry about that. I think that's probably going to be the case for this series. I I think, as I said a long time ago, uh, you need to change things. Um, I think he said that in the book, Podcasting for Dummies. Um, so I've, I've used that as a as my inspiration. Try to change it. Uh, at Don McIntyre saying that Paul Diano was quite confusing last week. So maybe this week has made it even more confusing for people. Maybe it's cleared things up a bit. I'm not sure I understand it, to be honest. It seems that Ian Static1812 thinks that Caught Somewhere in Time is one of his favourite songs as well. In his top five. Um, so he says this, but uh, that doesn't mean I suspect him of being Sporkford. Um, so it's nice that some people do like some of the more unusual songs the most, uh, whereas perhaps a lot of people would say Wasted Years is in their top ten, let's say. Courts somewhere in Time, maybe not in so many people's top ten. So it's good to be different. Wasted Years to me is, is a good song. Uh, a long time ago I said about the best track number two of the 1980s, and I think I said... It was quite difficult to say what the best was, but it was. I think I said that Revelations might be my least favourite. As I've gone through, I think Two Minutes to Midnight and Wasted Years both are a bit too commercial for me to say they're my favourites, so that pushes them down a bit. Whereas something like Children of the Damned or Remember Tomorrow, something a bit more interesting. Next week, another Adrian Smith song, Sea of Madness, so that's good. Um, so hopefully you can join me for that. I'll leave you with some Wasted Years and uh, hope to see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.